Hello and welcome back to the Marathon Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Antonio McNeil. Let's begin. For today's topic, we're going to discuss college and we're going to discuss if college is right for you. Now, for me, as you know, I am a young Gen Z millennial entrepreneur. I'm currently 27, but started my real estate career at 19 years old, right after high school, got my exam, passed it, and since then, I have been successful selling houses, making six figures almost every year since I've been a real estate agent paying a lot of taxes, but I'm pretty successful. And with two properties under my belt, I definitely have some experience with my life, with business, being an entrepreneur. I can give some very insightful education for you if you are in that roadblock where maybe you're a senior in high school and you're looking at going to college, you're submitting your applications, but you don't know if college is the right thing for you. Are you there? Am, am, am I hitting you? I know when I was 17, 18 years old, while I made the right decision for myself, I could have easily did the wrong thing by going to college knowing it wasn't right for me. Because remember, I'll make it clear, I don't think college is bad, but it was not for me. It might be for me when I'm 40 and I have all accomplished everything in my life, but everything that I need to do in my life does not rely college. Like I don't need college for it. So again, if you are 17, 18 and you're a senior in high school, you don't know what you want to do. I want to give you the best advice I can since I'm only 10 years apart from you. I know I seem like an old man, but trust me, I have some good insight for you. And we're going to determine if college is right for you, right? And take it for somebody like me, I did get accepted to college, but I didn't go. I submitted applications to SDSU, UCLA, <laughs> uh, Cal State Long Beach, and you name it, a bunch of places. And I got rejected by all six except one. Portland State University, pow. I got this acceptance letter uh, in an email and I was like, oh, yay. And I remember my reaction being like, it was cool to get it, but I wasn't like super like excited to go either. I just knew going to college was going to be a way to impress my parents, impress family members. I wasn't really gonna go for me. So I already knew from the gate, like, okay, it's more of a sign of relief that I got accepted because people were expecting me to go to college. That wasn't my desires. It was somebody else's family, school, educators. They were telling me. But once I started looking up the tuition too and how much it would cost me for my first year going to Portland State undecided because I had so many things that I wanted to do, I'm telling you, it was definitely the best decision for me. Why would I waste $25,000 plus on just tuition alone for the first year? Bye. But again, I want to make it clear that college could be right for you, but if you are in that situation where you feel like you're about to graduate high school and you need to know if you're going to college or if you're going to take the other route like me where you become an entrepreneur and you learn the trade right after high school, let's determine what's right for you. Why did I not go to college after getting accepted? The first reason was I was undecided with my major. I did not know what I was going to college for. Not just for like, you know, having fun, but I didn't know what major I wanted to be. There were so many majors I was thinking about. And when you're 17, you're 18, there's a lot that you're thinking about, right? There, that's totally normal. But I don't think it's normal to continue going into college, pursuing it, knowing that you're about to go to college and you have no actual game plan for college. You don't want college to just be another four years of continuing education if it leads you nowhere. If you don't know what you're going to be doing after you graduate, what's your profession going to be? And when I got accepted to Portland State, I was pretty jazzed, I was excited, yay. But I knew that my first year I was going to party, smoke, drink, chill, vibe out because I just, I just knew that it was way over my head. I probably would have started sociology as my first major. I probably would have skipped that the second year and I probably would have went to general ed because I would have been like, I don't want to be in this. 
I already knew my patterns. So that was the biggest reason why I did not go to college. For me, my biggest fear was, okay, if you decide to do sociology for your first year, right, and you hate it, then you got to go to your second year of college and restart over again and do a whole new major. Like, no, that was something that was scaring me before I even submitted my application. So I already had indications that I wasn't ready for college because if you're like me in that situation, you didn't know what major you were going for. So what's the point of going or don't I just wait it out until I know what I want to do? You don't have to go to college at 19 or 20. There's no timeline. Like you can go when you're 30 or 40. You may be the oldest one in the class, but so what? You know, you got swag. Anyways, but like I said, just don't feel the pressure of going like I did. That's why I didn't go to college because I didn't know what my major was going to be. I wasn't prepared to know what game plans was ahead of me. I know a lot of teachers, a lot of especially high school teachers. I love them, but some of them are like, okay, it's overkill. They'll tell you, please go to college even if you don't know what you want. Just go. It's like, whoa. Do not follow the pressure of educators family members telling you to go even if you're undecided because it's going to make you more upset with your decision. If especially and you know deep down that you are not ready for this and you're undecided, just take a breath, let family be disappointed, oh, but they'll get over it. Because if you're anything like me and you have half the success, they'll be like, oh my God, you did so well. Oh my God, I knew it. No, you did it because you said that I wouldn't be without college. Ooh, mic drop. Another reason why I did not go to college when I got accepted was there was not enough lucrative jobs in any major that I was interested in. Not knowing what major I wanted to do. Like there was a couple, don't get me wrong, but the four or five that I were interested in had no good paying jobs after completing college. And you know when you complete college, you have to get a good job so you can pay back that tuition, pay back everything else. It's just like, you see what I'm saying? When I did some research, which I highly recommend that you do if you are about to go to college, I did research. I started realizing being a school therapist was not going to get me any money. It would not pay back any of the fees that I had. So I already knew from the get-go I was going to be kind of trapped in this situation. I did not want this to be something that I was stuck in, you know, like, damn, like none of these majors are gonna help me pay back my student loans after school, like that's crazy. So that was another reason. Going back to it, how teachers, educators, they tell you just go even if you don't know. But why would you do that? You know, if you already know that you're undecided and then secondly, the majors that you are interested in are going to be lucrative jobs for you, why would you continue doing that? Why would you continue stressing yourself out knowing that the future is not looking bright to be financially free just because you went to college and your mom and your dad or your parents were happy for you? That's not a good enough reason. And for me, that was another reason why on top of, you know, not knowing what major I was going to go in, deciding the major and then realizing I wasn't going to make any money in that profession after college. Like, it, you know what I'm saying. It makes sense. I knew I wasn't going to complete the first year. Even though I didn't give it a chance, there comes a point where we know as ourselves, as people, what we are willing to do and what we're not willing to do. This is kind of a flaw. Sometimes I'm really stubborn and I know I, I won't do something if I say I won't do it or I'll do something if I say I'll do it. At the time when the pressure started building up to, you know, submit the final paperwork to go to college and, you know, pick my classes, I was really disgruntled. I was not feeling it. I was not feeling the energy. And I just felt like I was forcing myself to do something that I did not want to do. Having educators, family members, friends even tell you, no, do this. But why? Again, for me personally, when I was in high school, I always knew that I wanted to be successful. 
but I also knew that it didn't just mean college being my only answer. I got good grades and I, you know, passed exams and I did all of that. It was literally just to get by. I wasn't like becoming a good 3.5 average GPA student to go to college. I just did what I had to do because it was, I was told to go to high school, but going to college is a whole different thing. So, you know, when you are that student, that's about to graduate and all your educators are telling you, you should go because you're 3.5 or higher average GPA. You, you're gonna be in honors and look at you like you're the, you're the top dog. That doesn't mean that it's going to apply in college. Being a top dog in high school with a high GPA does not transfer over to college like that. Like I have seen so many of my friends who struggle, well, people that I'm not even that close to anymore, but I seen their trajectory when they leave high school being almost 4.0 average GPA and then they go to college realizing that this is a whole new ballpark so you know I had friends a little older than me when I was still a senior in high school and they were even telling me like I'm gonna I'm a keep it a thou wow this is a lot more harder than I thought and these are people who had like stellar A's maybe an A minus in between in high school and they were struggling their first year did that mean that that was going to happen to me no but again like I told you I knew who I was at that time being 17 applying to colleges I already knew that I would get disgruntled my first year I already knew that my heart wasn't in it the first like even applying to colleges it would my heart wasn't in it so i already knew that if i went forward with this first year i would be out at least twenty five thousand dollars in tuition i would be out room and board as well which would be like another 10 grand so i why would i be forty thousand dollars in debt for the first year and then just have nothing to show for it because let's be real i have a lot of debt as an entrepreneur I'm not saying I don't, but my debt is good debt compared to bad debt, which is school debt. The difference between my debt is that my debt is linked to my houses, my properties that I own, and they are equitable. So if I bought the property at $300,000 and one of my properties sells for $700,000, $800,000, you get the gist. I remove my old debt and then I get profit by selling, and I'm not going to do that right now, but you see what I'm saying? My good debt is just sitting. And any moment I'm ready to reinvest or reflip it and make my profit back, where's my debt? You know what I'm saying? Until I buy another property, which I'll have another good debt. Like I'm not gonna waste $40,000 my first year knowing that I'm gonna go back to California because I mean, let's be real, Portland, I heard of all the weed, the mushrooms, the... I would have had so much fun my first year as a college student, but I wouldn't have been a student. I would have just been college. like. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't have applied to me. I would have effed up so bad. College is not bad, but definitely ask yourself if this is right for you. I decided to take about six months off. I got my real estate license when I was 19. It only took me like three months to get the license. And then once I had my license, it took me another year, but by 20 years old, I was selling houses. So now 27 with two properties that I own, based off of my hard work being a real estate agent now i'm able to diversify my portfolio and have separate sources of income and i did none of that with college so again just remember you can do that with college you can be successful you can have multiple streams of income after being a college graduate but it's not guaranteed and it's not the only way to do that take it from me okay
I don't think that college is bad for everyone. It's just not for everybody. Like for me, of course, obviously it wasn't. Um, but let's go over to the people who are still considering going to college and you don't think it's the wrong answer. You feel like for you, no, I need to do college. Let's say you know the major that you are going for is going to give you a lot of income after school is over and you can pay back that student loan debt like no worries. Well, then go do your thing, honey. Let's talk about it though. I want you to have a game plan before you just go into college and say, yay, let's have fun. No, it's all about strategizing before you go to college, before you submit those applications to get accepted to your university. Let's go over what you should do before you go to college to research the majors that you are interested in. You don't want to go into a major that doesn't benefit you financially. And again, I understand that there's more to life than just having money, but if you want to live on your own, have your own car, be independent, you need a good job. You need to get paid well for it. And while you're in the process of going to school again for another four years, you definitely want to research before you submit your applications to college, which majors are going to most likely guarantee you a better financial stability after you graduate school. And on top of that, with the major, make sure that the major you're applying for has enough jobs available for you when you're ready to graduate. A lot of times when you graduate college, a lot of people I know, four years out of college and they're still not in a profession that their major gave them. It's kind of like, what did I do all that schooling for? Because when you're ready to go after college and then you're waiting even a year or two after college is over and you're still not in the job profession that you had your major set you out for, it's like, okay, th this was a waste of time. A lot could have been avoided if, you know, the friends of mine did the research beforehand before they decided to go with the major, go with the debt, and go for all the fun. You know what I'm saying? And lastly, what you should do before going to college is picking the right type of college for you. Again, I, I can't stress this enough, especially with public and private universities, you know, they cost a lot of money. It's ridiculous. Now, compared to a community college, which is a lot more affordable, a lot less pressure financially on a lot of us as kids, young entrepreneurs, you whatever, that could be a way better scenario for you. But if you're like me, if you had my similar experience, you might have educators who tell you, go for the public university, go for the private university because you got accepted. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I don't have money, I'm a broke bitch. So a lot of times I see this trend too where community college is not like the cool thing to do. So if you do get accepted, you know, to a college that's a private public four year, um, like, you know, SDSU, USC, UCLA, anything like that, you see the name and you're like, yes, I want that. I want to do this. I want to go. But that doesn't mean that it's the most financially smart decision to make. I mean, you're only 18. If you're watching this, most likely, if you are going to college right out of high school, don't just go to a school for the name, right? So I highly advise that you do your research on what type of college is right for you. Make sure that you have enough scholarships. Now, if you have enough scholarships, grants that you've already prepared yourself for and you can get covered for the first year at a USC or SDSU type of school, then go for it, you know? But the next year and then the following year, you're gonna rack up a bill. So just be prepared for that. I was given a nice scholarship of $40,000. It was a cool little scholarship and I didn't have to pay it back, but it only covered like 40,000 out of $100,000 for my first year of school. I applied to colleges, but I did not apply to a lot of scholarships. I, and I think 
if I had done that, maybe, maybe I would have went to college at a public university. But, you know, it definitely didn't help me when I realized I only had like half of my first year paid and the other half of $50,000 was still unaccounted for. So I got one good $40,000 scholarship. Great. But the other 50000 I am on ticket to pay, maybe not like soon, but I have a student loan debt of $50,000. And then the next year, it's going to go up to one hundred fifty, And then it's going to go up to, you see what I'm saying? So that's where I say, if you are considering going to college and you are ready to take that step, before you start submitting those applications or while you're submitting them, please just go online, go to these websites and start applying. Start applying for a bunch of scholarships, grant programs. You have to be the one that takes charge of your life. If you're still in that high school era and you're about to graduate and go to college, a lot of teachers, educators are telling you what to do in classes. They're giving you the instructions. But when you're applying yourself to go to college, you got to get the game plan for yourself. You got to do it. You can get a little bit of help from your educators, but they can only you know help you get there. You got to finish the race. You got to do everything you can to get financially stable and pay for your debts before you start walking on the campus feeling all high and mighty and legally blonde. And when I say legally blonde, I'm not shading nobody in particular. Sometimes I feel legally blonde. You know what I'm saying? If you are about to take this next step and you don't have a lot of finances, mom, dad, can't help you parents can't help you family can't really support financially try your hardest to apply for as many scholarships and grants you'll be surprised how many you get let's go back to community college because community college again was not something that was really thought of for me when I was in high school over 3.5 average GPA um, it kind of like went down a little bit at the end of the uh, senior year but I still was doing pretty good I was almost on a roll so my teachers were pumping me up to go to a public university or a private university because based off of my GPA stats in high school it seemed like a better fit for me well that's what the teachers were telling me but was it right for me? Not necessarily, right? So I want to go into the community college aspect because I really want to stress why community college may be better for you. If you come from a background like me, I want to go over the benefits of community college. Thank God for my grandparents. They raised me. Um, one income in the house. Grandpa was working hard. Grandma was taking care of me and her daughter. And yeah, it was great. But they didn't have a bunch of money to just blow on my education. They really did it. So back then, I did not want them to be obligated to do that. But at the time, I didn't think community college would would be beneficial for me, even though it saved me a lot of money. So let's go over the benefits of why community college is right for you. You do not have the pressure of being at a four-year public-private university, okay? There is a lot of pressure that I feel comes with a public and a private university, like an SDSU, like a UCLA. And even though I don't have my own personal experience, I have had friends who are in those type of universities who are overwhelmed with all of the work and all of the stress that they have when it comes to the classes, being on time, all of that. There is a lot that goes with it. On top of that, if you're like me back when I was in high school about to apply to colleges, you didn't know what your major was. So if you're like that, when you were like me, like, what am I going to school for? Community college, it gives you less stress, more relaxation in the process of being in college. You don't have to worry so much about the major you're going for because in community college, you could just go as general ed. And yes, you could do general ed in a public university, but it's going to cost a lot more money. You could do it at a private university, but it's going to cost a lot more money, right? So 
doing community college, if you are undecided with your major and you feel like pressure to know, it will alleviate the pressure you have because you can go in and save a lot of money doing general ed for your first two years. That also gives you enough time to realize what you are really passionate about. I'll be real with you, I did not think of community college like that when I was 17. Had I thought of it, I might have went to college. And I'm not saying that it would have been a bad thing because I love my life. I'm happy without college. But the way I was going was going to go to like a four-year university in Portland where I would have been $200,000 in debt after four years. Where if I thought about community college the way that I'm telling you right now, I probably would have went to community college. And even if I wasted four years and I didn't do anything in community college, well then shoot, at least... You know, I don't have $200,000 in debt. Maybe I have like half the fraction of that, like $20,000, $30,000 in debt. But do you see what I'm saying? Another reason why community college is better for you is you have a full-time job and you are the main provider of your family. I have friends too, where they've had success stories going to community college for the first two years because they had to work their full-time job. And the community college that they went to was very flexible with the hours that they had for education. So that way my friends could still work their jobs and provide for their families. I do have friends and you might be in the situation yourself, friend, where you are providing for your mom, your dad, your family, or your siblings. And Going to a public university or a private university may not be the right thing for you. You probably, if you are the breadwinner, you really can't leave the house yet, right? So a lot of times, you know, if you go to a public university or a private university that has like high tuition and you're not even living there, that you, you walk back home with all this tuition debt when you could have just went to a community college and pay half that amount, maybe like five to eight grand in tuition. And again, that's important for somebody like yourself if you are the breadwinner of your family. And believe it, sometimes you have to be 17, 18 years old and you're making the money for the family. If that's your situation, I don't think a four-year university starting off is the right decision for you. You could save a lot more money in the process of getting your education and still keep your job that's providing money to you and your family. Of course, I'm not saying that you want to continue the trend of being the main breadwinner for your family if eventually you want to start your own life. I'm not saying that. But if you are not ready to make that transition yet, if you're still tied with your family and you're connected really well with them and they're helping you live at the property and you don't have to pay rent and you're not really that serious about going to a major university, why would you stress yourself out financially thinking about that tuition bill when you could just save so much more money being at home still with mom, dad, family, whoever it is, and then go to a community college where some of them can provide online education courses. Some of them can provide you know, flexible hours to go to school. Just think about those things before you make a decision that may cost you your life, and not only that, your stress levels. I don't wanna be dramatic, but you know, you just don't wanna overstress yourself when it comes to something that's supposed to help your life. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about college. College is not supposed to stress you out so much where you wanna just like, hey. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So make sure that you are prepared to know what college lies for you. And if it's community college that will help you get to where you really want to go in four years, do community college for the first two years. Remember, after the first two years, there's a very good chance that you'll get accepted to a, you know, four-year university and you could finish your two years at that point. So community college most likely is the right answer for you. If you grew up like me, a little wacky, didn't have all the financial stability and you know deep down that you're not ready for what college entails on a big level, go on a small level, go community college. You 
are going to be successful. You do not need to have college to be successful. As long as you as a person are applying self-discipline, consistency, commitment to the goals that you want to set for yourself, if you know that college is not needed to accomplish the goals, the dreams that you want, then you do not need to feel the pressure to go to college. Follow the path that you want to set out for your life because you can take it for somebody like me. I've had so many people be worried about me and my family, uh, doubt me, be discouraged about the things that I want to do. And everything that I have set out to do, I have accomplished to the point where I have to set new goals for myself every year. And it's scary, but it feels great because I am in charge of my life. And thankfully, I took that initiative when I was 17 to say, no, I'm not going to go to college because you told me to. I'm not going to go to Portland State because I need to leave San Diego and start brand new. No, I'm going to do what makes sense for me because I know myself more than anybody else does. I sleep with myself, I wake up at, you know, I know what the right answer is for me. And that's the same thing for you, my friend. If you're listening to this, believe in yourself and just remember, discipline, commitment, and consistency is all it takes for you to do anything that you wanna do in this world. Trust me, I'm still tripping on where my life is. From being 19, starting in real estate, to now 27, still full-time in real estate, and now multiple sources of income, so now I don't have to work as hard in real estate, life is paying off. And I know if you're watching this, if you take some advice, whether you go to college or you don't go to college, you will be successful. You will. I guarantee it. So thank you so much again for watching today's episode. Stay tuned for next week as I have much more good content to go over with all of you. And remember, like my coach B said back in high school, go be amazing. Have an amazing day.